Okay, say you're going to hang a Yui, which I might add, where I live, you cannot do that unless it's posted that you can. Wait, U-turns are not common where you live? No. Really? It's like finding a pot of gold when you see a U-turn permitted sign. Really? You want to make a U-turn just in celebration, even if that's not where you're going. Even if you're trying to go straight. Yeah. Yeah, they're illegal unless it's posted otherwise. I didn't know that. So suppose it's permitted, whether it's the state law that allows you to or whether it's posted. Say you can do it. It's legal. And you're going to make a U-turn, but the guy to your left is trying to make a right turn into the same lane because he doesn't know if you're going to go left or if you're going to flip it all the way around and get into his lane. He thinks he's just going to sneak through on a left turn, but in fact, you're making a U-E. And so then there's there's like this dilemma, like he doesn't know if you're flipping a U-E or if you're going left. Right. They should make a blinker or an indicator, a turn indicator on the outside of the car that says it's not a left turn. It's a, it's a U-E. It's a Uh. U-E indicator. Uh-huh. And I, I mean, I haven't worked it out. I don't know if it flashes differently or if it's like a U symbol on the side of your car. You know, it's like a little neon, like executing a U-turn now, you know. Yeah, like a scrolling marquee on the side of your car. So there's a tension, I will be U-turning. Right. Flipping it around. But you could make it, you know, pre-program it to all kinds of things. For that matter, I mean, why not just put a scrolling marquee on every part of your car? Because there's a few things you'd like to say to the guy behind you, I'm sure. Right. Like, back off. This semi in front of me that's going slow. I can't do anything about this. Right. I'm engrossed in conversation. Please go around me. That's good. I like it. I'm putting on my makeup. <laughs> Texting and typing to you at the same time. <laughs> so the, the U-turn blinker is a great idea, but it would never work because people won't use it. They already don't use their regular blinker. And so as Are a Are you a lane that, changer without signaling? Ooh, man, sometimes I just go for it, but uh, I try, I try, I try. Yeah. But I think what will happen is people will forget to signal at all, or they will use the wrong signal, and then people will be banking on the fact that the U-turn signal is or isn't showing, and it'll crash. Well, and you also would have to jump ahead a decade for it to be implemented in every vehicle because there'd be the debacle of like, is he turn? Is he going to make a U-turn or a left turn? Is his car outfitted with that capability? Yeah. Is that pre-2018? Right. Right. So, okay. But what about this? What if, uh, what if GPS was so pervasive in the year 2018 that the car knew, like when you sat in your car and it was like, you know, it's like Knight Rider. It's like, where to? Where are you headed? It just says that when you walk in. Where are you going? Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Where are you going? You know, it's talking to you. Yeah, I like that. And you're like, I'm going to pick up my kids. So now it knows exactly where you're going. So when you get into the lane, it knows already you're going to be making a U-turn here. Uh-huh. It knows. Right. So it converts, it automatically converts your left-hand turn signal into a U-turn signal. You don't have to worry about it. No, it just does it for you. Yeah, you indicate and it's like, well, I know he's going, you know, he's making a hard left. I'm going to. I'm going to convert this. I'm going to switch this over to the U-turn indicator. So everybody knows about it. And probably, I mean, this may already be happening with, you know, driverless cars and stuff. Right. And then the guy that's turning right, his car knows where he's going to go. And your car sent that car a, a signal. And now they both know which way you're both going. But then your car is like, hey, maybe we just get rid of these drivers and take over the world. Yeah, right. That's the problem. da 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 is that something? That is that a is that a song? I don't know. You just sang it. It's da, 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 da. it sounds like Wapner or something. That's a really weird name. Now that I said it, Judge Wapner. Yeah, man. If he wasn't a judge, 
Could you imagine what, like, if he wasn't a judge and, like, you went, you know, to a clinic and you had a cold and they're like, Dr. Wapner will see you now. Like, it's like, it's not intimidating at all. It's, like, comical. I told you uh, my son, when he had to get stitches at the ER, and the doctor's name was Dr. Slaughter. Oh, that's brutal. I thought it was a joke. I laughed out loud when he introduced himself. And then I saw his name tag. It was like, oh, that's really your name. Oh, <laughs> this isn't a bit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm Dr. Slaughter. It's like, whoa. <laughs> Speaking of 80s references, you remember Sergeant Slaughter? Yeah, yeah. I remember on that cartoon, this G.I. Joe, right? Right, yeah. I remember he was locked up. He was locked up in a cell and he used his thumbnail to turn a screw. Like he took the grate off like an air vent or something and he used his See, thumbnail. That's a man for like, you right man. there. Yeah, that's amazing. Like when you get to the army, they ter- they teach you all that stuff. You know, you're going to be taking screws out with your thumbnails. Was there, was there like a WWF guy called Sergeant Slaughter? Oh, man. I think I there was. Like- I don't know if he was based off the cartoon or the cartoon was based off of him, but I think there so was. You're saying one was like a spinoff of the other, like the World Wrestling Federation was so cool that like G.I. Joe was like, no, he's a, he's a cartoon. <laughs> or like, no, he, I think actually one of ours now. I think it's the other way around. I think G.I. Joe had Sergeant Slaughter, and then WWF had Sergeant Slaughter. I wasn't a WWF fan, so I don't really know, but I feel like I heard of the WWF guy after I heard of the G.I. Joe guy. Yeah, I think you're right, though. I think I remember that. By the way, I tried it. What'd you try? Unscrewing a screw with my thumbnail. Yeah? How'd it work? Let's just say I could never be in the Army. You ain't no Sergeant Slaughter. No. I'd be Sergeant Wapner. Did you rip your thumbnail off? Uh, it hurt. It hurt bad. I mean, I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, I'm just going to do it. I didn't think like, I'll just like, I'll just loosen it a little bit. <laughs> I just thought like, yeah, I'm going to take this screw out right now. And so, and I was like, oh, that was not a sensation I want to repeat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably were just thinking, you know, I got to get this thing off before the guards get back or I'm never getting out of here. Yeah. Or, you know, before my parents find out that I took the light switch apart. Is that what it was? Yeah. Well, you know, when you're like, what, seven and you're looking for a screw to turn, that's that's eye level. Okay, how about this? So we have a we have a Blu-ray player okay. that we cannot find the remote for. We have not found the remote for this Blu-ray player for a, a year. So we can put the disc in, we can watch the video. Assume, you know, it starts eventually when you put the disc in, but you can't pause it. You can't skip back. You can't stop it. It's like going or it's not going. Right. Why don't they put a button on the Blu-ray player or on the TV or on the whatever that when you push it, the remote will beep or light up or vibrate or something so you can find it. It's like the uh, like the uh, the cordless phone. Right. I mean, the technology is there, right? They should be able to do it. Right. The pay is the page button. And maybe there's TVs out there that do it. I haven't seen one. Yeah, I haven't seen one either. Uh, But what if there was like a third, like an aftermarket thing? In fact, (laughs) here's what you should do. Get get an electronic. This isn't going to fix your problem because you've already lost the remote. But perhaps the next time you buy a, a set... Mm-hmm. And the and the remote comes out of the box. You should buy. You should get a like a wireless electronic doorbell. And then you you get some that three M you know sticky stuff. You tape the doorbell to the DVD player, and then you put the the speaker on the remote. 
Yeah. And Bob's your uncle. Bob's my uncle. <laughs> yeah, your uncle Bob. Yeah, I do have an uncle Bob, but I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> ah, you know, you're set. And Bob's your uncle. And so you're good to go. Uh, is that what that means? That means like, hey, you're all good? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not I'm not English. <laughs> <laughs> but that would work great because then I would have this like giant brick of a doorbell velcroed to my remote and I would never lose it. You could just save yourself some money and get a cinder block. There you go. And duct tape the remote to the cinder block. I might as well just duct tape it to the VCR. Problem solved. Then I'll never lose it. Well, so you put the doorbell on the cabinet and the VCR and the remote combo then gets the speaker in case they should wander off. (laughs) I mean, you could do this with anything. Your cat. Yeah. Yeah. I don't recommend doing it to your cats. We're really dating ourselves because I'm saying VCR now. Well, when you were talking about your DVD player that just went, it reminded me of live TV, which is a, which is a thing that's lost. Kids don't know what that is anymore. Live TV. Yeah, yeah. They ha- they have no concept of non on demand, non demand. Yeah, right. Like a few years ago, I canceled my cable. I was done with cable. I got an antenna. I put it on, and commercials started. And the kids were like, "What are these? You know, fast forward, get rid of these." <laughs> what is I'm this? I'm trying to watch a show here. What's going on? Like, you can't. You just gotta watch them. We don't want to watch them. I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's it's life. We have cable again now. They couldn't stand the commercials. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. You did? Oh yeah, we got cable. You went back? Oh, we're back. Oh. Yeah, didn't last very long. Oh, those commercials. You know when the uh, when the manager goes out of the dugout to call for a pitcher, uh, yeah. to, to, to to do a pitching change, to go talk to the pitcher to tell him that he's not going to be pitching anymore. That well, that's a separate thing. But but when he's walking, he'll he'll touch, he'll tap one wrist or you know a left or a right wrist, and you know what he's doing? Saying your time's up. Yeah, that's it. The game's over. Time's up. <laughs> no, it looks like that. It's the same motion as like uh, time's a ticking. But no, it's uh, I want a lefty or a righty. Oh, he's t- he's communicating with the uh, the bullpen. Yeah, depending on which wrist he touches, pull pull a left hander out and get him up here, or you know I I want this guy over that guy because I guess because you know the next batter is going to be opportunistic or advantageous should you know with with a certain handed pitcher for one batter. But then you know what about the other five guys behind him? Well, that's the dilemma. Is you know. A lot of different options, a lot of different combinations. Yeah. That's why That's why I'm not managing a baseball team. Is that why? That's the one reason. Yeah. I've always wondered that. <laughs> so what about that pitcher who's standing there watching the manager come out to get him? It's got to be super awkward, huh? That's got to be a long moment in your night. What if he just turned and started walking the other direction? Towards the other dugout? Yeah, just like avoid him. You know, I'm not going to talk to you. Yeah. It's like a game of tag suddenly. You got to catch me if you want me out of this game. They got him in a pickle. It's the pitcher. He's just trying to make a change. Yeah, that'd be good. Oh, uh, that'd liven things up, I think. It does seem kind of, uh, I don't know, archaic almost. I don't know. It just seems. Uh, it is. I mean, it's, it's, it's a sport fraught with tradition. You know, like, I'm going to stand here while you walk all the way out. Even though I know exactly what you're going to tell me, you're going to take my ball and you're going to tell me to sit down. Right. I'm just going to stand here because tradition says I, I don't come out to meet you. You come and get me. You come all yeah, the way out here just and whistle and whistle and say, come back over here. I know. I mean, a light, a signal. I mean, they're signaling everything else. They're telling the guy, I want to bunt. You, you should bunt. You should swing away. You should, you know. The catcher could just kind of stand up and be like, you know, uh, hand across the throat. And the pitcher's like, oh, okay. I guess I'm done. And just turn around and walk off. You make the signal of a, of a large hook and you hook the guy next to you. You know, you're out of here. Yeah, yeah. 
And then he could just kind of jog, you know, happily off the field and right. save, save a little face. I guess he's thirstier. Oh, no, wait, there's another picture. Okay, I get it. Right, yeah. Boy, that was smooth. I don't know why all these commentators are like from the 40s. <laughs> the pitcher's <laughs> making a change. He's giving him the signal. Pitcher's coming out the mound. Oh, he's called in a righty. Yeah, they do have distinct uh, distinct voices depending on the era, huh? I don't. I really think they talked that way. I think it, I I used to think it was like an affectation. You think everyone in the in the in the in the, in the Bugsy they all talk like that? You think? No, I'm telling you, I gotta send you a link. Uh, this is true. Uh, what is it? It was like an old black and white TV interview of like some colonel and some some war strategy. It was weird. It was back in the 40s or the 50s. Yeah, and they were talking to each other. They were like, you know, say Joe. <laughs> They're like, uh, really? Oh yeah, totally. Uh, your tanks seem to be doing all right. Yeah, well, see, we, <laughs> we've got him up here. See, it was like a, a mob movie or something. Weird. But they were really talking to each other that way. And it wasn't just the, the professional broadcaster. It was the, the army commander, whatever, whoever he was. Huh. Yeah. I mean, maybe they'll be saying about that about us in 40 years. Did they really talk that way? I was going to do an impersonation of us, but I realized it wouldn't sound like I'm doing an impersonation of me. You're doing a great one right now. You sound just like you. This is how we used to talk. <laughs> it was very convincing. 